Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I hope that everybody's enjoying this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday here on News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm your host, Henry Lake. Christopher Tubbs producing, as always, here until 9 p.m. tonight. I have admired Martin Luther King Jr. my entire life. But I hate something so much about this holiday. He worked tirelessly to positively impact our world and to try to stop the negative things impacting our world peacefully. I love that he has a national holiday remembering him celebrating him, his life, his legacy. Today is that day, unfortunately, though, where those who hate Martin Luther King Jr. or would have hated him years ago put on a fake face that they loved what he stood for. As much as I love today, that just really, I can't stop but think about that. About how fake people are today. And their love for Martin Luther King Jr. Peaceful. Trying to create change. And was assassinated. Many people that try to talk about how great he was would hate him if he was still alive. You guys know it's true. Many people don't want to admit it, but they know it's true. Would talk about how woke he is. If you're someone that (laughs) trashes diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, You don't care. You don't give a damn about anything that Martin Luther King Jr. stood for. You're probably the same exact person that minimizes his life down to one, I have a dream speech. I know I love Martin Luther King Jr. Like I said, I've admired him my entire life. As a kid growing up, 
in learning about Martin Luther King Jr. and saying, man, I, you know, this, that man was amazing. I wasn't alive when he was alive, but that man was amazing. I love to kind of follow in his footsteps. And, of course, I would go on to be a Morehouse man because I wanted to do that because that's where Martin Luther King Jr. went. And I, I feel saddened that I have to feel that way. When I see politicians jump up and invoke his name, it bugs me to no end. Pat McAfee, he jumps up. And he um, today <laughs> invokes Martin Luther King Jr.'s name on ESPN in some ridiculous take that he had. I, I just hate that that's... I hate that that's where we are with him. Martin Luther King Jr. is not just a symbol for positive change in the world. He actually should be somebody that we look at and understand what he was saying and utilize that as action items to be better. We can sit here and I think, at times feel like we're in a much better place in the country. And I just don't, I can't say with full confidence that that's exactly where we're at. And that bothers me. You're so woke. Y'all would have called Martin Luther King Jr. woke. (laughs) You know He valued embraced diversity. Didn't say that one religion was better than the other. Didn't say that one race of people was better than another. Like those are things that he discussed and talked about. And lo and behold here, we're still having to address those issues. That's the sad part. And no, no one's going to sit here and think that that everything is going to change in the world overnight. But the pace at which we talk about progress, the pace at which we talk about change, man, it's so slow. And I don't want to hear anybody, because I, I can see it already. It'll probably come, I haven't looked at the text line yet, but it'll, it'll probably come in the next couple minutes. We had a black president. And and what? I mean, damn, is that the litmus test? We had a black president. All is right in the world. But Martin Luther King Jr., the thing that I do love beyond just the legacy and is what he stood for, what he died for. It changed my life before I even got here. What he did, what he stood for, what he represented and still represents, I think is something that we all should continue to be excited about. And and I say continue because the job isn't finished. We're not there yet. I don't think that anybody could look and say that 
you know, the whole mama, we made it. It's not, it's, it's, it's not that type of situation. There's a lot of things that we still need to fix. I mean, we're still got politicians debating and talking about voting rights and stuff. We still got deep-rooted issues that still must be addressed. But how has Martin Luther King Jr. changed your life? I, and, and I'm not just speaking to black America or people of Hispanic descent or just Caucasian. Anybody out there that's listening. 651-461-9226. The other thing that we think about, too, most times is that people will look, and when they think about Martin Luther King and the change that he wanted to see and the issues that he was addressing, it wasn't just race. He was talking about inequality economically as well. There were a lot of things that he tried to champion and, and work towards. And we still got a ways to go. But how has Martin Luther King Jr. changed your life? I mean, th- think about this for a second. When the idea of honoring this man with a national holiday, when that even came up, John McCain was like, hell no. John McCain? Think about that. Martin Luther King Jr., let's be clear. It was more than I have a dream speech. He was a little bit more radical than what people want to put out there about him. But indeed, he was a visionary. Love to get your reaction. Love to get your phone calls, whether it's a phone call or text on the WCCO call or text line. 651-461-9226. This is The Lake Show on CCO. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk, 830 WCCO. 651-461-9226. 
Martin Luther King Jr. Indeed, it's a special day to honor him, remember him. What's kind of maddening to me, though, um, with just how we kind of treat it and how we view him. And and the the whole pretend as though he's loved. Because there's so many people that didn't love Martin Luther King Jr. and still don't love Martin Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and that's the part that you look at and you say, how, how? I mean, to 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 think that Martin Luther King Jr. the way that he lived, what he stood for, what he represented, how could you not appreciate that? individual that's that's mind-boggling to me 651-461-9226 I um it'll forever be embedded in my my mind the imagery of of after he was shot and killed on the balcony in Memphis Tennessee and those with him are pointing in a direction of where the shots rang out from. Um, that bugs me. But we know, we know a few things, though, about the environment now. And it bugs me when I see a Ted Cruz, you know, tweet out about um, about Martin Luther King Jr. And you know it's not. You, you know it's not real. You know it's all just to, to placate people. It's all... It's all just not authentic at all. Bugs me to no end. We know that in today's society, we would call them woke. 651-461-9226. Let's uh, start the uh, the phone calls with David in Minneapolis. How you doing, David? Uh, let's see. There you go. There you go. How you doing, David? David in Minneapolis. All right, so so good. They, they, How are you? I'm good, man. And make sure you turn your radio down. Thank you. Yeah, I turned it off. Okay, all right, thank you. Yeah, so listen, uh, I have a couple about Dr. King. I'm uh, a school teacher of 45 years, and I was always in charge of the Dr. King ceremonies, mm-hmm. uh, and I'd always give a little speech about them and talk about some things that you know. I think one of the problems with young people and Americans is that. They don't really know. Oh, they know about the "I Have a Dream" speech, which is kind of a cliche, mm-hmm. right? But what about when he when he went to Chicago and somebody threw a brick and hit him in the head, and his his friends are saying, "Are you okay, Doctor King?" And he said, "Oh, it's it's really nothing. I don't even really notice this stuff anymore." So that really was an insight into the character of what he had to do on a day to day basis which is a even greater testimony to his fantastic courage. Yep. Yep. No, 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 no question. And, and, and you know what? First off, um, David, I want to thank you for, for what you do in the classrooms because the education, you know, is near and dear to my heart, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you sharing you a, a lot to, uh, about Dr. King with, with the young people there. And thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. The, 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 the reality is that, and David just mentioned it, um, a lot of times it's, he's been minimized to the I have a dream speech. Um, and, and that in itself 
I think that that we have to, and when I say we, I'm talking about across the board, we have to do a better job with that because we should not allow somebody that went through so much that tried to help so many people um, that he be minimized in that way. And, and we just can't, we, we, we shouldn't allow that. That's all of us. Let's go to Mark in Minneapolis. How you doing, Mark? There you go. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yep. Okay, good. You know, uh, I wanted to point out that uh, Martin Luther King was also surrounded by um, a lot of leaders in the Jewish community. Uh, When he marched, he would march alongside the leaders of the um, Anti-Defamation League, others, because, you know, just like racism, anti-Semitism is embedded in the American culture. And I wanted to talk about racism, not anti-Semitism. You know, people, I think, need to understand the difference between intellectual racism and embedded subconscious racism. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're in a racist country. And it's embedded in our psyche because we grew up, you know, seeing all the movies and seeing all the shows and seeing uh, black people in roles that, we're all discriminating towards them. So embedded racism is way more dangerous and way more important to understand because um, you may think that you're hiring somebody and you think that this other person is a little more this or that. And it's, you you tend to make decisions based on what is inside you and how Mm -hmm. you believe inside. Mm -hmm. We have so many problems in our political environment, so many problems in so many different areas people believe one thing because they only watch one television channel and then everything they see is through those eyes and it's all subconscious so you may think that you're not a racist because you have black friends uh you employ black people you need to understand that it's embedded in in the american culture and it's going to take generations to get rid of it and i'm glad to see that my kids uh have black friends uh, they play basketball with them. They're buddies with them now. They support each other. And it's going to take maybe two or three more generations. But Martin Luther King, without him, we'd be back, you know, several decades. So yep. thank you for letting me talk. Thank yeah, and, and thanks so much for calling in. And that was quite the contribution to the show. Mark in Minneapolis with a great phone call. And he's right. Look, when we talk about Martin Luther King Jr., he wanted to do right by everyone. It wasn't. You know, the Martin Luther King Jr. that we that we know and we should continue to share was not somebody who just stood up for black people. He stood up for everyone. And you're right, like anti-Semitism, all the things that are so wrong and embedded in our society and in our country, um, he tried to fight against. Let's go to Sharon in, in Maple Grove. How you doing, Sharon? Hi, Henry. Can you Hi. hear me? Yes, I can. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your show. And Martin Luther King, King, to me, he did so much for our country. I just wish he was still alive. I feel like um, we could use someone like him right now Mm -hmm. um, with just his, um, he was a great speaker. I think how I first got influenced, though, is probably like 25 years ago, I went to the MLK breakfast at the convention center. Yep a friend that I worked with and Yolanda King was the speaker. 
his daughter. And my friend after the breakfast said very, um, she said, oh, I'm going to go up and speak to Yolanda. And I said, you know Yolanda King. And she said, oh, yeah, I used to babysit for her. Wow. I babysit her when she, <laughs> and it just kind of blew me away. So I got to meet Yolanda. And this this woman I used to work with, her name is is uh, Cynthia Newsom. She's since moved out of the area. She was super influential. And later I went to work for a gentleman named Harold Mazel, who was the president of the YMCA. And Harold rode the Freedom Bus. And I, just, you know, growing up as a white girl in the suburbs, I, I, I learned so much from, you know, just the example that Martin Luther King set for all of us, but also from these wonderful people that, you know, really, really helped me understand about my own unconscious bias and just how to make things better in this world. So he was a huge influence um, on my life. Absolutely. Hey, thank you so much, Sharon. I truly do appreciate it. Sharon and Maple Grove checking in, talking about what Martin Luther King uh, Jr. meant uh, to her. Let's get to uh, another phone call here before we get to our next break. Let's go to Dave and Andover. How you doing, Dave? Hey, I'm here. Um, it is a special day, and it's not just today, but every day. I'm a 75-year-old white guy, you know, mm-hmm. but I was fortunate, you know. I, I was raised in the city, you know, St. Paul and Minneapolis, and I was able to, you know, get out and about at a very young age, you know. Uh, went out and shot some pool down in a very famous pool hall in St. Paul. People came from all over the country to shoot down there. And, you know, we had everybody. I mean, I'm talking, this is like the late 60s, early 70s. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I consider myself very fortunate to have experienced, you know, a variety of different types of people at a young age. Yep. Yep. So I could develop understanding. I've since, you know, uh, I've lived, you know, my brother and I had, you know, a black roommate for a good period of time yep. back in back in the 70s, it, you know. And like I say, I'm white, you know, and then yep. I, you know, it, it, places it, where I've wor- worked, predominantly white people, yep. you know. Yep. And, it, and it, there's so much prejudice and ignorance in this world. And that's what we, yep. And that's what we have. And sorry, I'm up against the clock, Dave. Uh, uh, I got to cut you a little bit short tonight. That's what we're fighting still. And the fact that we're still fighting it, that's the part that just is utterly mind blowing to me. That's, that's totally mind blowing to me. Hey, but tonight is the Iowa caucus. We got to get people updated on that. And we'll have these updates throughout the evening right here on the good neighbor. All right. People chiming in. Talking about how, how Martin Luther King Jr. has changed their life, what he means to them, his legacy, 651-461-9226. And my conversation in, in, in talk right now isn't um, to say that everybody that looks at Dr. Martin Luther King is authentic, uh, not authentic with their thoughts about him. But there are many people that are. But I do believe there are many people that appreciate, though, what he represented still to this day. Uh, 
love the messages that he brought forth and will forever remember the dream, the dream that we haven't fulfilled yet. The promise of America, we still haven't seen that play out. We're still struggling to get there. Let's go to Chris in Lake, uh, at Lake, Lake Minnetonka. Hey, Henry. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I, that's the first time I've heard somebody say Lake Minnetonka as opposed to Minnetonka. I love that. There you go. Hey, listen, <laughs> want to tell you, love your show, love your vibe. you got one of the greatest personalities on, on, on CCO. Love thank, it. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means good. a lot. Thank you. Good topic tonight, too, man. Um country's all in a stir you know the george floyd thing the whole racist thing that last caller or two callers ago talking about how everyone is racist and and everyone's got some racist in them i just think that that's so negative to think that way because but that's not what they said the more we keep pounding racism that's not what the they more said that's not what they said what they said was was that racism and anti-semitism is embedded in the country, and that is true. He, they, they didn't say that everybody's racist or that everybody's anti-Semitic. They just said that it's embedded in American culture, and I, I don't think there's any debating that. We know that. I agree. It is there, but I just refer back to a Morgan Freeman, Mike Wallace interview. You know how long ago Mike Wallace has been gone. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman was on there. They were talking about Black History Month, and Morgan Freeman said, I hate it. Mike Wallace said, you hate Black History Month? He said, yeah. Do you want to have White History Month? And Mike said, no. He said, why? Well, more than a month. That's what Morgan said. So his point was, we keep pounding this racism. Everybody keeps talking about it. It just keeps getting worse. And but why do we keep but, but, more but, attention but, but, but why do, leads less attention? But, but, but Chris, why do we keep talking about racism? Why do we keep talking about anti-Semitism? Why do we keep talking about sexism? Why do we talk about it? Do you think do you think that people do you think that people that are impacted by it negatively do you think they talk about it because they just want to talk about it or do you think that they are continuing to talk about it because it's still impacting people and it's hurting people's lives Well I think it's hurting people's lives yes and I think it's it's something that needs to be talked about but I don't think we're doing it in the right way that how, how should we do it Just that one caller just made it seem like we're all you know, yeah, it is kind of embedded in our society, but individuals think, God, let's get rid of this. It's not fair. It's not right. And how do we get past it? That's the question. How do we get there? But 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 what, you, we, we, I think we both agree that we want to get past it and we want to do something about it. But doing something about it is not putting our heads in the sand or not talking about it or not discussing it. Like when people bring up and talk about race or a lot of different things that are going on in society, it could be, you know, LBGTQ rights, whatever people will yell and scream. You're woke now. Like that, that's, that's, that's an issue. Like how can people talk about anything constructive? And then all of a sudden they're being demeaned. Well, and that's it too. You know, the LBGT thing, you know, why are the Timberwolves having a Pride Night? Why not? And why are they professional? Because I, I don't think they. I, why don't they have a, a straight white guy night? Why do you need it? They're promoting people to draw attention to them and shove it down other people's throats. So that's people not why they're doing it. That's not. That's not why they're doing it. I, I mean, I mean, Chris. With all due respect. I don't think that you're very tolerant of people. Like, you, 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 are you really? Are you really 
calling into the station saying that you have a problem with a pride night for any team? I just think it's none of the professional sports business to jump in and start doing this. I Why mean, not? Do you care who I sleep? Do you care who I sleep with? I don't care who you're sleeping with. That's so, not the point that they're doing it. They're not doing it to shove it down your throat. They're doing it to say we appreciate the differences in everyone. That's that's what diversity is. I understand that, but the way they go about it is they shove it down the other people's throats to make people put their hand up and go, God, would you stop? Would you stop? Chris. I don't think anybody doesn't want to accept it. I don't mind what other people do. I don't mind at all what other people do. Chris, Chris, if if a professional sports team has one night a year and it's pride night, that's shoving it down your throat? I think it is. I don't think it's any of their business to be jumping into a – an arena that's not called for. So there's, so, no, so there's no need for them. So let me ask you this: If if, if when we when we talk about Native American Heritage Night with the Minnesota Wild, is that shoving it down your throat? Don't think we need that. Okay. I'm saying when we draw attention so, to things, I, I think so, it puts so, so, so don't celebrate so, positive light. It puts just so as much so of a don't, negative light. So don't so, so don't celebrate are, anything then. Don't celebrate anything. Right. Right. All right. All right. Thanks for the phone call from Chris in, L- in Lake Minnetonka. I-, I just fundamentally disagree with everything that he stated about about sell. We live in America. We should celebrate everyone, right? And there's certain things that you don't even have to celebrate. Like one of the dumbest things that you'll ever hear in this country is, "Well, why don't we have a uh, a uh, 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 heterosexual?" There's no need for it. As a, as a heterosexual man, I'm not being oppressed. Like, what, what are we doing here? I, I'm sorry. That's just, that did, I'm sorry. I appreciate him calling in, but that just made absolutely no sense. There's a problem with the Minnesota Wild having um, Native American Heritage Night. I don't know if that would go over well with Treasure Island, who's like their biggest sponsor. Let's go to Jeff and Sark Rapids. Hi, Henry. This that is what this this is what this is this is what Martin Luther King Jr. marched for. This is I know. this. I don't understand that. I don't. He started off all right, but I mean, I don't know where he. Yeah. I don't know where we lost him. Well, that one kind of snowballed. Anyway, I'm going to be real quick. I do have a real-life experience for you that I want to share. Go ahead. In, ni- in 1966, my family and I, my two brothers and parents, uh, went down to uh, Fort Valley, Georgia, a manufacturing town south of Atlanta. Uh, my dad was on business. And for the very first time, I saw black people stepping off the sidewalk so we could pass by. Mm-hmm. And we were only walking single file. Mm-hmm. Uh First time I saw the uh, restrooms and water fountains labeled colored and white. We went into a cafe uh, for lunch. It was full. Uh, The waitress said, uh, I'll have a table for you in a minute. She literally went to a table of two black people and asked them to hurry up and leave Mm. so we could get the table. Like I said, First time I'd ever seen any of that, I was stunned. Yeah. Yeah. I went outside and sat down on a bench. 
How old were you? Out there. Um, six, uh, 14. Okay. I was 14 years old. Okay. Grew up on a central Minnesota farm. You'd have to go a long ways from here at the time to find a black person. Yep. In fact, I'm not entirely sure I'd ever seen one. Um, so what did Martin Luther King do for me? It'd be volumes. Now, keep in mind, I was in the sixth grade when Kennedy was assassinated. Mm. And then uh, junior high or high school when uh, King was assassinated. And all I could think was, holy crap, where are we going? Yep. Yep. That said, I'm just going to throw a rhetorical question back at you, uh, especially in, in light of a couple of your callers. How's it ever going to end? Yeah. Henry. Yeah. And, and, and thanks for the phone call. I appreciate the phone call, man, and taking me down uh, into um, your experience, Jeff and Salt Rapids. You know, I think I need to go back, and not only just myself, but maybe even other people listening, or everybody listening, um, that Martin Luther King Jr. Um, wrote a book called Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos of Community. And that was... Um, you could say it was in a just talking about America's priorities, right? And I think I need to go back and and, and retake a, a glance or reread um, of that book. While we can't wait, that was another one that he wrote. Let's take one more phone call before we break. Let's go to Nick in Roseville. How you doing, Nick? Hey, Henry. I'll make this quick. So. What Martin Luther King did for me, even though I wasn't born when he was alive, was he made it possible, because as you know, and as everyone who listens knows, I'm blind, and um, I get people who take me to the grocery store and things like that. Okay, so I don't care personally whether they're black or white, as long as they are nice, fun, and make me look good for cub foods. So, like, Henry, if you were to sign up as a helper for me to go to the grocery store, you're a fun, nice guy. I'd love working with you. I don't care about whether you're black or white or any of that. As long as we can laugh together, as long as we can, you know, talk together. I don't know. Well, let's be honest, Nick. You you wouldn't be able to tell if I was black or white anyway, right? (laughs) That's true, yeah. Yeah. I'm just having fun. I'm just having (laughs) fun. <laughs> I, I appreciate yeah. that. Th- thanks for the phone call mm-hmm. from Nick and Rose. Well, I looked. Isn't that what Martin Luther King Jr. was preaching? The content of your character and not about the color of your skin. I think that gets lost and we don't really think about that anymore. And that's that's sad. 651-461-9226. One more segment for the top of the hour break here on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show. I'm still a little taken aback by Chris and Minnetonka's phone call. Don't ever celebrate anybody's positive contributions in this world. Pride night out. Native American Heritage Night out. Um, African American History Month out. I, I just... Man, that, that threw me for a loop. Let's go to Rod in Wisconsin. He wants to uh, to weigh in here on the show. How you doing, Rod? 
Uh, well, there's room for improvement, as always, every day. Yeah. <laughs> We're all yeah, trying to get there, I hope. Well, yeah, this, yeah well, the New Year to me, uh, another day, you know. I mean, thank God, I mean, for each day, you know. Uh, but anyhow, I, I just, I texted you the other night, and I certainly, I wasn't even born, I wasn't around, but, you know, uh, like, uh, my dad said during the war, if they had time off, they would watch on a big screen those fights. And Joe Lewis was the big fighter. And it, he used to subscribe to the Ring magazine. And this is Martin Luther King, I believe, has helped to eliminate this bullshit. You know what? I don't think it's seen on the air. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, with, they with, got close. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt Schmeling said that uh, that lesser race should not even be allowed to exist or something. And Joe Lewis uh, said never hated anybody. They call him Gentleman Joe. And uh, he he won uh, 78, I think, championships out of 84 or something like that. Anyhow, my dad just loved to watch him. He said, anyhow, he he, uh, he said he, nev- he never hated anybody, but he said he hated that guy. Uh, he was Hitler's pride and joy, a Nazi, uh, you know, and they had to stop the fight, the second fight, yeah. because they thought Joe was going to kill him. Now, you know, I'm not for hate. I mean, hate is hate is is it's too bad we have hate. But mm-hmm. it, uh, it, Mark, it takes people like Martin Luther King, and there's other people that should be celebrated. Teddy Roosevelt. Look at all the wild land that we have out west. Teddy Roosevelt uh, it was responsible for that BMW land. I mean, there. Uh, Madam Curie, who I'm, I'm Polish ancestry, she was a Polish woman, and uh, she was behind radiation uh, discovery to use you know, radiation. Uh, well, I don't have to go explain that. Uh, I mean, it just go, the list goes on and on. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people we can celebrate. Yep. All right. Well, well thanks to the phone call from Rod in Wisconsin. I think we might have lost him there. His phone might have cut out there at the very end. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, – look, I'm, you're not going to see me knocking, celebrating great people in our history of our country at all or even around the world. Like there's been so many people that are – you know, con- that have con- uh, made great contributions to the world. I wish we could celebrate everybody. I wish we could. Today I know that we're celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and I'm so thankful that – he existed, that he gave to the world what he gave the world. Um, and definitely left an impression on me. I'll tell you that. All right, coming up next, as much as I like Kirk Cousins, you have to move on from Kirk Cousins. No question. I'll tell you why next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 